about my city. The city of old. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of old. Oh, don't you know? The A's sweep the stupid Astros 3-0 in a series in Oakland. Um, Alex Cintron freaking sucks. The A's keep on winning. We're at nine in a row. It was a wonderful and a horrible series all in one. And we're going to talk about every piece of it following or and then talk about, wow, this is a really smooth intro. And then talk about their upcoming series against the Angels of LA in Anaheim this week. Anyway, I'm Luke. You're listening to the A's of Diamonds. Um, I'm here once again with Ray. Ray Miss. How's it going? Tell me, tell me how you're doing. Oh, fantastic. Fun weekend of baseball. Um, you know what Ooh. the you know what the good thing about watching baseball is? The A's is that like, winning. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. Um but like Friday night, I got the best workout I have had in over a month. <laughs> Pacing around or what? You know, my heart rate was up for a good hour or so during those extra innings games. And, you know, my goodness, I'm just glad it ended the way it did. That Friday night game was uh, one of the more stressful games that I've watched in a while. It really was. It was it like, was, it, it, it sucked. It sucked in the moment. It really right? like it, was, it was It was horrible. Good, stressful, yeah. And I remember when, when the Astros scored, I was like, okay, it's late. I got to go to bed. You know, my wife was staying up to watch the game as well. I could have called it and we go to bed with the newborn, right? We're on a weird sleeping schedule anyways right now. Um, and I was so close to calling it a night. I'm so glad I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Because what followed was awesome, right? I mean, Austin Allen, the unlikely hero to tie it up. Just amazing, right? And then Marcus Simeon, the the other unlikely hero. The most unlikely hero of the season. Holy yeah. smokes. That guy. I remember him coming up, and it's like, okay, great. This game is going to go to, like, 18 innings tonight because the time that we have someone on third again, and Simeon is up. And it was like, nope. He redeemed himself. Completely redeemed himself. <laughs> when you go out and do something like this and totally redeem yourself, Marcus Simeon. Uh, yeah, that game, it it was it was the most frustrating game. It was the, it is the most frustrating way to even win a game. Like I still dislike everything about that game, except somehow the A's won it. I know. The pitching was fantastic, though. Can we talk about that at least? Yeah, we can. Sure. Okay, Bassett so, was amazing. Bassett was awesome. I love Bassett. Bassett I, and... I've been saying this all year. I was even saying this last year. Bassett is underrated as a starting pitcher. Like when he we were starting is. this season and everyone was like, yeah, obviously our rotation is Fires, Manaya, Montas, Puck, and Lazardo. And it's like, man, how is Bassett not even being considered in this? He's freaking good. He's good. He's, awesome. He's a good pitcher. He he's no longer the first one to go, right? I feel like uh, he was the first to lose his spot in the lineup, right? Once Puck came back. I mean, it, yeah, yes. At this point, it was Mangden, but then now, right, right, right. It right, would have right, been right. Bassett. Uh, yeah, Mangden was kind of not really ever in the lineup, right? Yeah. Um, he pitched one game. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Bassett's the first to go anymore. 
Wait, so if you're saying, let's say uh, we got Puck back and we wanted to put him in the rotation. Not going to happen. But let's say that happened right now. Okay. Who, what would we do? Who would we remove from the lineup, the rotation? You know, it is a hard call. And I get the reason for Bassett just because he is probably the lowest on the totem pole. But if you're talking about skill and and what they're bringing to the team right now, I don't know, man. I think you get rid of Fires. Ooh, it's rough. Which is fine. Like, Fires is old. His contract is up at the end of the season, right? Like, this is a guy that we should learn to play without, I think, in the lineup. Or without, you know, in the starting pitcher rotation. Um, he's not doing super hot this year. Um, I don't know. I, I'm okay if Fires is gone by the end of the season. So Bassett has uh, pitched three games, 16 and two-thirds innings, given up two earned runs, 11 hits. His whip on the season is 0. 0.90. Fantastic, right? He's... He is looking so good and so confident out there. Um, okay, so the and game dude, on Friday and night. he's got his goatee going this year. He just looks good all around. I, <laughs> yeah. Or is it a beard? It's a beard. The beard. The beard makes people look cooler, like Chad Pinder. Um, yeah. Friday night, worse, seven, seven innings pitched going up against Zach Greinke, which I, I should say this. I enjoyed watching Zach Greinke pitch. Greinke was good. He, this, he's one of the he's like one of those guys that he doesn't have the velocity but man is he good right just pinpoints his pitches so just deceiving in a good way for a pitcher right the thing that's just weird awesome. about the thing that's weird about Granky is uh, he always looks angry yeah he looks like an angry 15 year old yeah he's always just kind of like his eyebrows are kind of uh Furled. Is that the word? Sure. That's a word, right? Um, like, I don't know. He just never looks happy. He doesn't really look like he's having fun. I don't know. But he is I, really good. Man, he's so good. Uh, and it was fun to watch him. And it was fun that you know to watch him pitch well and to watch Bassett pitch well in one game. If you like good starting pitching, that was a great game for you, right, to watch. Um, Bassett went seven innings, three hits, one run. Three walks, three strikeouts. Pretty solid line. Zach Granke, I feel bad for the guy because he got pulled after six. And, he, <laughs> and he then the next going. inning, he oh, could have. Goodness. And then the next inning, they gave up their home run to I know. Uh, Grossman. Uh, Robbie Grossman. Grossman, yep. yep. Uh, yeah, he had a great inning. Five hits, no runs, one walk, five strikeouts, right? Like, he was he was awesome. He was on. Um, but then, yeah, the Astros blew it, pulled him out of the game. It would have been cool to see them kind of match each other, right? Go seven innings each. Um, but no, I'm, I like how it worked out. Perfect. No, yeah, of course I did too. But if you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're talking about entertainment value and watching good pitchers, like, I don't know. Granky seems like he seems like one of the good guys, um, even though he's on the bad guys. But he, yeah, yeah, he is definitely on the bad guys. Oh boy. Um, okay, so that you're right. The the pitching, starting pitching was great, and then the bullpen. I mean, our bullpen is always really good. I feel like it's just kind of boring that we say it every time now that we talk. Yeah. I mean, it's insane though that this weekend in three games our bullpen pitched 
uh, 11 and a third innings mm-hmm. and you gave up, two up runs. One, one earned run, one, one unearned earned run. run. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second because, okay, so game one of the series, right, the Friday night game going to 13 innings, Soria had a great eighth inning, Hendricks had a great ninth, Deekman came in, looked fantastic. Then you had J.B. Wendelkin, who, like, he hadn't pitched much this season, right? I think it was he like really three innings it. before that game. It's weird. He, he came in and just kicked butt, right? Three innings, freaking awesome. He gave up two hits in three innings, one walk, one strikeout, right? Like, this guy, he's a ground ball guy. He's got that huge curve. He's got tons of movement on that. Uh, the one run that he gave up, and this is interesting. This is kind of the new rule, right? Because the one run that he gave up was the starting runner on second base. It wasn't his runner. It didn't count as an earned run for him. Yeah. Yeah, Which of is course interesting. it shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is shouldn't. interesting. You're right. right. But he did his uh, job like he got through. Like if you didn't start the inning with that runner on second, he, no one, it would have been a clean inning for him, right? Because yeah. the only yeah. reason that person scored was because of a, I can't even remember, a single. Or I, can't, I think it was a double, off. but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's, I mean, it makes sense to me, right? It's like an inherited runner. Um, yeah. But it's just funny that, like, it doesn't get charged to anyone, even though it was an earned, an earned run, run yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's So he went three innings with two hits. <laughs> That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Two hits, one walk, right? It was freaking fantastic. Um. And what he I really he see. really saved the game, and he really saved the bullpen, right? I mean, we yes. didn't want to use a ton of people, and we were able to limit it to four bullpen pitchers that game, going to thirteen innings, which is awesome. Yeah. Whereas the Astros, they they pitched six guys out yep. of their bullpen. Yeah, it was Granky plus six, so that was a huge benefit to be able to right, like you said, not dip into like. Uh, Petite or Birch Smith or uh, uh, who else would there be? Uh, Trevino. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so not being able to dip into any of those guys and win the game, right? Like yeah. that's the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't wear out your bullpen. You still got a game the next day, right? And you win it. It was freaking awesome. And you know Bob Melvin, I think is doing a fantastic job right now managing the pitching. It's been awesome. It's been fun to watch. I would love to see. I don't even know where you could find this. I'll f- we should find this, if unless you know it, and tweet it out later because I think it would be interesting to look at. How many runs has our bullpen given up this year so far? I would guess... I don't know. I would guess... Our bullpen? Under 10. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. That's, good. That's a good question. Um... It's been a lot of fun to watch them. And and like you said, we talked about this last time. I kind of thought that after this series, maybe we kind of even out and things wouldn't look as perfect. But man, they were freaking awesome. I mean, Hendricks, again, the only person giving up that earned run. Uh, didn't really matter. Um, yeah, I mean, that, right. And that's, that's where the stats kind of are misleading because it's like, ooh, but Hendricks gave up. And it's like, yeah, but... It's different, right? Because he gives that up because we're up 3-0 in the ninth. And you're just saying, like, yeah, you know what? We actually, we're just pitching for contact. 
if somebody gets one out, that's, you know, we can live with that because we just want to get the outs quick here and not get two guys as base runners where they could then tie the game with a home run. That's what you're trying to avoid. So it's like, sure, we can give them. Right. Like, yeah. And, and you definitely, I, you pitch differently depending on the score, right? He's going to be more, I, I think, and maybe this isn't, this isn't uh, ideal, right? But I think if the if it would have been a one-run game, he would have been a little more disciplined, right? He gets to well, right. relax, I mean, you're, have you, a little bit of fun. Right. You, you're not, you're not trying to let guys get contact if it's a one-run game because you know a home run can lose the game for you, whereas in this case, it, right. it can't. So, yep. Yeah, it, I mean, he he just continues. I was a little bit nervous going into the season and then... Like, the first couple games, I want to say, he kind of struggled a little bit or had some, like, rough innings, and it was like, ooh, shoot, are we going to have last year's Hendricks? And it kind of looks like it now at this point, right? We're, what are we, uh, I want to say, 16 games into the season. He has five saves, six saves, five saves now at this point, um, and has only given up a few earned runs. Not, I mean, I think maybe three Yeah. so far this year. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fantastic. Right. And it's kind of funny because, like, right now, the only pitcher giving up runs is Liam Hendricks. <laughs> yeah. The other one that has this year is Lou Trevino. And yeah. it's weird because he hasn't pitched. When was the he last time pitched he much. pitched? Uh, that's a good question. He didn't pitch at this series at all. No, he did not. Uh, he was, he was ready to come in at the end of the game, but then they decided not to. The last time he pitched was August 3rd at Seattle, so that was last Monday, so a week ago mm-hmm. he pitched, and he oh, went... Oh, and he really struggled, I think. Did he? No, he was great, that one. One inning pitched, two strikeouts, no hits. Um, so he was fine. It was it was the game before that that he really struggled. July 28th against the Rockies. It was one inning, three hits, That's three right. earned runs, and a walk. Um, yep. Not so good. So that's where his struggles have been. But he's only pitched three games so far this year. So it'll be interesting to see. He was warming up today, I think it was, for a little yeah. bit. Or maybe it was yesterday. Yeah. It um, was today. But then he didn't come in. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when he comes back in. Because he's. I feel like he's the only relief pitcher we have right now that, to me, is a question mark of like, hey, if we brought in Trevino, are you feeling confident or not confident? And it's yeah. like, ooh, I don't know. Right, depends it depends on what Trevino comes in, right? Is yeah. it August and September Trevino, or is it <laughs> April, May, June Trevino? Who knows, right? Um, yeah. well, okay, so we talked about relief pitching. Let's talk about starting pitching for a second, just one more time. Uh, yeah. Lusardo had a pretty good game today. Five and two-thirds, Woo! two earned runs, uh, five hits, two walks, five strikeouts. Gave He's up a home run. Good. Kind of a bummer, but like... Gave up a home run, like the two runs, right? It was a Bantley, Brantley single and then a Guriel home run, right? And, like, if you're looking at the Astros lineup, like, yep, that's expected at least once in a series, right? Uh, those those two players are good batters, even without um, trash. Um, but if we're looking at, like, all of the starting pitchers this series, right, they pitched um, – 19 two thirds innings, gave up three earned runs. It's fantastic. In almost 20 innings, three earned runs. Really well. Really good. Really good. That is yeah. really good. Yeah, I don't I don't feel too bad about uh Lazardo's pitching outing today because 
He actually started out pretty bad. That first inning, he didn't look good. Like, he had good velocity and stuff. But, man, he was pitching it uh, low and to the right. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, it was kind of coming in weird at a weird angle. And he didn't, he couldn't quite hit the corners there of the strike zone. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, this might be a rough day. And then he kind of settled into it. And so I feel like what he did today was actually plenty good like yeah it was really five good. and two thirds with two runs is i'll take that for sure yeah yeah definitely um okay let's go to hitting for a second our okay. hitters this series it was an interesting series uh i mean we won but man like our hitting was a little bit frustrating and then it was also kind of awesome uh it i want to talk very about one... frustrating on friday oh boy uh one player that stands out as far okay. as being awesome this series. There's actually we two players pretty good. We made some predictions before the series of who and we, we thought was going to be the standout players. And we were completely wrong. I think right? you were we... right. You said Loriano, and he was the hero and MVP of the series today when he charged the stupid Alex Cintron. And uh, was well, the, well... everybody in the baseball world loves him right now. So you were right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I did say that. And, you know, I should take some credit. Um, but I think you said Olsen and I think we said Chris Davis is going to have an awesome series. That didn't really exactly happen. I mean, Olsen had a good game today. I mean, he had a home run, right? Three RBIs went one for four yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, not so hot when oh for four the day before that. Oh, four, five, not good. Right. So, yeah, so not good bad. for Olsen. I, I thought that he was going to have a great series and he yeah. didn't. And that's okay. Uh, Chris Davis went one for six in the first game, uh, and then over three. Oh for three, the second game didn't play. Oh, but hang on, timeout though. Yep. Can I just uh, pat my own back? Okay. Did I call that, or did I call that that Chris Davis was going to play two games, and it was going to be against Granky the second one, and he was going to get the third game off? Uh, yeah, I think you said that. We yeah, said a lot that's of things. exactly what I said. You're right, and some of them panned out and some of them didn't. That one did, though, so remember that one because I deserve some credit for something. That's one. Uh, but the, the man, the, the players that did really well, the ones that stand out for this series, Matt Chapman and Dude, Robbie Grossman. Okay. Matt, Ch- Matt Chapman, yeah, go ahead. I agree. Um, both of those guys. Matt Chapman finally came alive. I feel like, man, he's been we, – we were kind of – ripping on him in our last episode because he had a worse batting average than Chris Davis or a very similar batting average. And we were surprised about that. Um, But then in this series, he was really good. Let's see. Two for six, two for four, two for four. Yeah. You went six for 14. That's pretty good, right? That was a good series. What is that as a batting average? That's four sixteen. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with two home runs. Two home runs. Four. Four RBIs on the on the series. It's pretty good. Fantastic. He's looking better. Um, I think he's gonna be fine, right? He looked he okay, so the first like couple series, he kind of looked a little bit nervous out on the field, right? Sometimes he'd yeah. get the ball and it was kind of like, Are you okay, dude? But like this series he looked amazing. He looked his, his defense perfect. has been awesome and his yep. offense picked up this series. So yeah, I love I it. I think he's I think he's just settling into the ser- into the season. It's uh it's awesome. Yep, and then um, you said it, but Robbie Grossman was really good. He played that first yep. and last game, mm-hmm. um, and in both of those, ended up 
being a significant part of what we did, right? Yeah. That first game, he was the one that knocked the home run in the seventh inning that got us tied when it yep. felt like we had nothing going on. And then today, he also, another home run, um, yeah. keeping us ahead in this game, which is yep. just ah, makes me so happy. He was, he was the one that scored first for us in the second inning, right, to put us up 1-0. Uh, yep. Yeah, he uh, he went one for three, with two runs on uh, on Friday. So he was the winning run, and the first run. That's right. Uh, and then he then he went uh, two for three today, with an RBI, that single that yeah. Uh, yeah that solo home run. So he's looking good. I kind of like Grossman. Uh, I was always kind of like a little bit nah, like mm-hmm. that's he what started I off too. well, and then he kind of like dipped down. and was like, oh, okay, that's the Robbie Grossman we know, right? But like. This series was awesome. Two home runs. Pretty I mean, look awesome. at these numbers on the season for him. He's uh, batting 278 with an OPS of .937. He leads the team in OPS. Yeah. That's fun. I love That's it. Cool. Good job, I'll tell you Grossman. This. Yeah. Um, another player that I'm really liking right now, and he didn't have a fantastic game today, but he had a pretty good game uh, on Friday. Friday. Is I know Tony Kemp. Say. Yeah. Tony Kemp's one awesome. for two with three walks, Tony Kemp. And he had that squeeze bunt, that uh that sack bunt in the yep. bottom bottom of the tenth on which would have been awesome. Had a runner on third with one out, didn't happen, nothing happened. But it was a good bunt. It was a good, you know. He's batting three sixteen on the season, eight sixteen OPS. I think he still hasn't hit anything other than a single though. So I'd like to see that. Change. Oh, is that right? He also, uh-huh. like, man, his defense is solid, right? Yeah, um, he's he good. He had that play where uh, Bregman kind of hit it up between first and second base, and he had, like, the cool slide, get-up spin, and, and threw out Bregman, which made me really happy because then Altuve tried to copy and do the same play, but somehow the ball ended up at, like, home plate and not at first base. <laughs> That's right. That was a fantastic throw. <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> At some, um, at some point, we're going to talk about the, uh, yeah, the, the Astros. Houston Astros, but like, it was, let's we'll hang on a second to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Okay, so before the Astros came to town, they were number one in the league uh, in runs per game at at almost six. Okay, almost six runs per game. This offense. Okay, they scored not even six runs against us the entire series. Five runs in three games. Yeah, freaking awesome. <laughs> they, they were so bad. Dude, okay, my... The thing that I'm starting to wonder is maybe they're just actually really bad. And, like, maybe it's not so much that we were that we're a really good team, but the, the Astros are just terrible. It's just not a good team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I, I guess so, but, like, they were actually playing well before they came to town, right? I mean, some of them. Yeah, some of them. But like as a team, they were playing well, right? They were number one in run scored. They were number one they, in they were on like base six percentage. Six and five coming into the series, right? Is that uh, what it was? Uh, six, six and six. six and eight now. They're they six came and in six now. and six. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, here's some stats from the from the Astros. Are you ready? Yep. Jose Altuve. He batted. He was two for fourteen. In the series. Awesome. 
and you saw you saw his frustration today, right? He, he was really frustrated. Hitting the bat on the ground. Like you could tell it's getting to him. And I think Oh, it's I think, so good. I, I kinda wanna I, I don't know what it is exactly. Is it in his mind, is he thinking, I am better than this, and this is such a frustrating slump? Or is he scared thinking, Holy crap, maybe I can't do this without the trash cans? I I almost my guess is it's somewhere in between them where he thinks I'm better than this, but it's embarrassing because people are going to assume that it's because of the trash cans <laughs> that I was good. But I know that myself that that's not fully the reason. And, and that would be and frustrating. That, that embarrassing. Right? It would be frustrating if you were in that position. <laughs> but man, two for fourteen with like a hundred errors is a really bad series. Oh, horrible, horrible. Um, but it was fantastic to watch. I loved it. Right. Me too. And it was, and it was like, it was bad at bats too. Right. He'd Mm -hmm. come up and like, I I mean, to the point where Glenn and Dallas were making fun of him on the broadcasts being like, because I remember Dallas, Dallas was like, I think he's only seen five pitches in seven at bats. And it's like, yeah, dude, he's swinging at like the craziest crap on pitch one and getting out so fast. He uh-huh. has zero patience. He's not seeing the ball. Like, what in the world is he doing? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's crazy. I love it. Love it. Um, I know I talked about Bregman before. Uh, before the series started, I was afraid that he was going to break out. So glad he didn't. He's still looking he, pretty crappy. His numbers were almost as bad. He was two for yeah. thirteen. Two for thirteen. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I mean, he. This is actually interesting. I didn't know this last night, but he had something like 46 straight road games where he reached base safely. And that's still going because he got a walk today. Yeah, I know. And he almost didn't on Friday. It was in like the 13th inning that he was the one that got on base. Yeah. Yeah. And that was his first one because before that he was 0 for 5 with no walks. So um, what do you enjoy more, watching Altuve struggle or watching Bregman struggle? Um, watching Bregman, I, I have, man, Bregman is one of the cockiest players, I think, since he's come into the league and he has been just insufferable, uh, to watch and to, and to just like, I don't know, just, just to take in his game. He is so cocky. He's so full of himself, right? He, he loves he has so himself, much, right? He has so much of that swagger as he walks around the dugout or whatever. But the bad one, but the bad kind of swagger. Yeah, not not the fun one. The, no. Yeah, the one where it makes you hate them and not root for them. Right. It's and the man, Manny Machado swagger. Yeah. To watch he's him re- struggle. He's really smelling himself. Fantastic. Yeah, it is really good. And, like, it, you know, he's been in the league since this stuff has been going on, right? Like, has he played a season where there wasn't any cheating? I don't, I don't think know. so. Right? I think 2017 was his first full season in the big leagues. <laughs> I think he came up in 2016. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. Let me see. I guess we can look this up. Um, and so, like, has he played his whole career? And and has he made yeah, a name for himself? Yeah, 2016 is when he came up. 20- yeah. yeah. Did he make a name for himself based on his ability with outside help right right and it's gonna be awesome i just saw that there it used to be a rule in baseball where uh the batter could choose where they wanted the pitch thrown from the pitcher 
this is like a hundred years ago. This was a real rule in baseball, right? (laughs) Where it's like, you could tell the pitcher, hey, I want it high or I want it low. And they had to throw it there, which I'm not sure how you like enforce that because like, what if you're just a bad pitcher? Yeah. Okay, here it comes. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) But I think that we need to retroactively change the name of that rule to the Astros batting rule or something like that. Mm. Just name it after them. Because, like, I was thinking about that today watching the game. Like, if our batters knew what pitch was coming on every pitch, dude, we'd be freaking hitting home runs all day long. Well, right. And and it's so funny. Watching the Astros play this weekend, um, we've seen the Astros a lot in the last few seasons, last four, five, six, seven. How how long they've been in the AL now? Um, We've seen them a lot. And since they've been good, since about 2016 or so, 2015, like we've seen them a lot, and it is miserable playing the Astros normally, right? It has always been so hard. They've always been really good. Every out is a hard out. Um, and to like watching this weekend, I'm like, I freaking love playing the Astros. I know. It's, it's so like, good. I can't, I can't wait to go there in Houston and do it again. I know. Like, I, I, they are a completely different team. And whatever it is, if you want to blame it on the, you know, the chat, the trash cans, maybe it's a mental thing. I don't know what it is. They are not the same team. And I freaking love it. Yeah. I mean, you can blame it on pitching, right? That's what everyone is doing right now. Every Astros fan is blaming it on their pitching, right? What do they say? But man, they scored five runs this weekend in three games. That has nothing to do with their pitching. No. No, it doesn't. Their pitching, like, compared, like, going up against the A's, their pitching was pretty good, right? I mean, other than today, they they limited us to, you know, a few runs a game. Right, they, right. It's not like the A's went off on them hitting wise. No, like we could. We had a really hard time scoring, actually. Right, and like there, yeah. I mean, there are some pitchers in the bullpen that aren't good, but like they actually are not a horrible pitching team. I don't know. I think the whole excuse here. Here's my problem with Astros fans right now. Everyone is saying, "Oh, yeah, fantastic! You beat us. We have rookie pitchers." They're like, well, we're not worried because we're actually a good team. We just have rookie pitchers. And it's like, no, no, no. You don't get it, right? Like, every team goes through this. You can't say that you're a good team, but you're not winning games because your players suck. Like, that, that's not how it works. You can't say we are a good team. It's just that our players suck. It's like, well, no. That's why teams struggle. That's why teams are bad every year. It's because their players suck. You can't blame it on that. <laughs> like, right. You look at the A's for the last, you know, I mean, other than the last two seasons, right? They had about four, three or four seasons where, like, they were bad. You know why they were bad? Because they didn't have any good players, right? Like, that's how it <laughs> <Yeah>. works. <laughs> yes. We're relying I mean, on... Like, I, they, they, a lot of people use that. I, I read a lot of Houston fans today and other fans from other teams today after the game because I was curious what everybody thought about this Loriano fake brawl thing that kind of happened. And there was a lot of people kind of saying, like, even the Astros commentators, like, if you watch, did you see the clip from their broadcast? Yeah. It was yeah. a little bit embarrassing. And even, like, their after-game, like, post-game show, and the guy talking about how, like, hey, you know, like, 
this guy's a rookie pitcher. Like, what do you expect to happen? Just, you know, just go to first base and leave him alone. He's not doing it on purpose. And it's like, do you know how many you rookie pitchers realize, there are in the league? You, you went against one today. Today, His name was Luzardo, and he destroyed you. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? There are rookie it's not like pitchers. he's never pitched before. It wasn't a position <laughs> player pitching. This is an actual pitcher pitching. Like, you can't say, like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's never pitched before. Of course he's hitting players. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I freaking I, – I, okay, before this series started, I had some respect for the Astros still, right? You did? I thought, okay, they are a good team. No, you did They're not. They're still a good team. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't have any respect for them for cheating. I had respect as far as these are good players. This is a good team. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm not so and sure about that anymore. Yeah. I'm not so sure either, but like, I'm not even so sure that they're good people anymore. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know the whole, we, we talked about it before the series, right? What is the over under for players being hit in a game? We said, Oh my point, gosh, we were so I, I said wrong. 2.5. You said 1.5, right? The A's didn't hit a single player. And no, that's, we were awesome. That, that's awesome. I'm glad they didn't, right? I'm glad yeah. they stayed away from that game. Like, looking back on, like, I think at the beginning, I was like, yeah, they just hit them. But no, like, they embarrassed them without hitting them. And it I think was, that's it was even better, right? It was better than going out there and clunking them a couple times and maybe losing a game here. It was just like, no, you know what? We're just going to completely humiliate you. By showing yeah. you, hey, you know what? Yeah, now we're going to play a game on equal level, equal playing field. Great. Get out of here. We just beat you. We sweeped you. Get out. Leave. Mm-hmm. Hey, it now you're in great. third place in the division. Good job. Third place in the division. How does that feel? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, it was a fan. I loved it. I love the message that it sent to the AL West through the Houston Astros. I yeah. Um, but who, do you, who, who do you think? Uh, what team in our division are you actually the most worried about now? Now that we've played all of them once, we have played all of them. We have a fantastic record against the AL West right now. <laughs> well, right? we have a fantastic we've record. Had, period. I mean, we are. Period. We're, but we're 12, yeah, we we're twelve and we're 12 two against two the AL West. Against the AL West. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. And that is awesome because we were playing the AL West a lot this season, right? <laughs> that is two-thirds of our games this year is the AL West. Can I tell you one of my bigger fears in all of this? Yeah. What if the other teams in the AL West are just bad and, like, the A's actually aren't as good as they look like they are? It's completely possible. Completely this year, possible. more so than in, in any other years, you would never know, right? Like, if you just had a really bad division... Right somebody could be really dominant in there and you would have no idea like, wait, is that team really good or does it, or is that division really bad? Usually it's a little bit lopsided like that, you know, like the AL Central. And it's like, well, yeah, the mm-hmm. Twins are in there and they're really good. And it's like, are they really good? Or like, does their division suck? Unclear. And like now it's even more that because you don't even really play the other divisions. You only ever play your own division mostly. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe the best maybe the best indicator of that will be what our record is against the NL West, but right now which it's is not currently good. bad. It's zero and two, so that's <laughs> where that's but, yeah, that's why I'm yeah, like ah, yeah. I don't know. The, yeah, but, but it turns have... out you know the other thing that makes me feel good is that the Rockies are actually really good. Yeah, and the so are maybe good. I, I don't know. That makes that was the series that just went horribly. 
but like they have a better record than the Dodgers do. Yeah, yep. And that's that's fine. I I I don't worry that much about the NL West. Um, we don't play them enough. Like we we play them quite a bit, right? Twenty games a season. Um, yeah. I think they have some good teams. The Padres are looking good. The Dodgers are going to be good still. Uh, the Rockies are good. The Diamondbacks, no. And the San Francisco Giants, not really. But like no. they have shown signs of life, I guess this season. Yeah, they're kind of fun, but like they're not. I mean, their their run differential in the season is already at negative twenty four. So like they're not good. Yeah. Um, but they have a couple of guys that can hit, and so it's just you know you got to be careful in those games. It's not yep. going to be a walk in the park. But but I do want to point out that like the A's that we saw in the Angels series at the beginning of the season and the Rockies series is a very different A's team I think than what we're seeing right now. Yeah, right. They were struggling big time in that first series against the Angels and then against the Rockies. Yeah, like their batches looked awful. Their bats looked like game one of this series, right? Not hitting well, not hitting with runners in scoring position, not taking advantage of good base runners being on third base with no outs, right? <laughs> um, that was painful. I I think that the A's right now, the way that they're hitting and the way that they're pitching, um, they are actually a good team. Who okay wait so you didn't answer the question though so what what do you think is the best team other than us like who if you oh. what team would you not want to face in a playoff series from the AL West That's a good question I don't I don't really know I for some reason I still fear the Angels um and I think it's David Fletcher They're in Fletcher. last place I know they are I know they are and I get that right like I, I get that like they have a good lineup and we have some we'll talk about them in a little bit um, they have a pretty good lineup. Right, David Fletcher and Mike Trout are still playing well. Mike Trout is looking really good since uh, having a baby, kid, which is scary. I mean, he also um, looked good before having a kid. So, yeah, but I mean, we we contained him pretty well when we yeah. played him. Um, David Fletcher is still playing well. Um, Albert Pujols has played well since we last played him. Kind of right. He's had a couple of. He's had three home runs. Um, like their lineup kind of scares me. Yeah, and the fact that like we've struggled against their pitchers also kind of scares me. Yep. Right. Out and of we, the teams that we we see a lot of the same ones again in this upcoming series. Yep. And just based on the teams that we've seen, they their starting pitchers seem to give us the most trouble. And like I said, right. this first series maybe that was just horrible series. Maybe we we're just playing awful. We finally have kicked it into gear a little bit. Uh, but who knows? We'll see. I guess this week. Um, before we get to that, yeah, we're going to talk about that series. But before we do that, we're going to take a break. No, I'm just kidding. We have no sponsors. Um, but before we do that, we are going to do – remember, we do this a couple of segments here. Wait, do we have any of our other – our favorite segment? Uh, do you the have bad tweets? No? Yeah. Yeah, I got, some, I got some stuff. Okay, let's get to that in a second. Before we do that, let's do a walk around the division real fast and do a summary of what happened in our division this week. I have it here. So uh, the Angels this weekend played the Rangers, the Texas Rangers, if you've heard of them, in Texas. The Rangers swept the Angels in a three-game series, through four to three, two to zero, seven to three. Okay, so Angels are on a three-game losing streak coming into this A's this series against the A's right now. Maybe I don't fear them as much then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, especially since we just swept the Rangers. I don't know. It's kind of awkward. I don't, I don't it know is weird. It is weird. I don't know what's happening. Um, 
the Houston Astros got swept by the A's. <laughs> we all know that. I just wanted to say it again. Um, because they suck. And then uh, the Seattle Mariners, they played this weekend. Oh, crap. I didn't have it. Oh, I do have it. It's loading. Here we go. Oh, they played the Rockies this weekend. And they lost the series 1-2. to two. So they lost the first two games. Then they won the last game, the one today. They beat the Rockies 5-3. to three. So that's your... Uh, series recaps of this weekend and then coming up this week what we're going to be seeing is the mariners are playing the rangers in texas three game series starting tomorrow the angels and the a's are playing three game series starting tomorrow and the astros are actually in uh going home to play the giants so that one will be an interesting one for us to watch because after the angels we're actually going to go play the the giants the giants yeah so it'll be interesting to see how the Astros-Giants series go to kind of get a sense of what it's going to be like when we go play the Giants after we're done playing the Angels. Yep. So there you go. And then the summary of the standings, the A's are in first place, 12-4. and four. What's crazy is we're five games ahead. Second place is the Rangers. We're five games ahead of the Rangers, five and a half ahead of the Astros, which are in third. The Mariners are in fourth, six and a half games behind us. And then the Angels are in last place, seven games behind us. That five-game lead that we have in the division is the biggest division lead out of all the divisions. No other team has more than that um, over their second-place team. So, feeling pretty good. The division, it, it's looking, especially since like the top two teams in the division will make the playoffs, it's feeling pretty good that we're going to get there. The only question and the only concern is going to be, what does the league decide to do with suspensions? Are we going to be missing some players? Is Loriano out for a week? Um, is Austin Allen out for a week? Is Matt Chapman, who got involved a little bit in the push-in and stuff today, is he going to be out at all? That Some of those things are going to be tough, if depending on what the league decides to do with it. We don't have an answer to that yet. Right. I think we'll know more about that tomorrow. Um, you know, <clears throat> today's game opened up a lot of weird things, I feel like. Uh, first of all, I've never seen a coach uh, like like taunting a player, saying, come fight me in a game. No. That was the weirdest thing. Um, I thought Ramon Laureano giving pitching advice to Castellanos was freaking hilarious. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, like I loved, I loved his attitude about it. Like, dude, like, this is how you throw a, a, a slider. Okay. Come on. Like, get with it. Right. Like, I, I thought it was awesome. Like, when I was watching it, I kind of thought, like, ooh, like, Loriano's mad. But, like, after rewatching it, it's like, he actually wasn't, like, mad at the pitcher. Like, he had, he was not going to go off at the pitcher. Right? No, he I don't think mad. so. I think it was, yeah. I think it was, he was more mad trash for getting hit. Talk. Right. It was yeah. more trash talk than mad, right? It was like, right. hey, moron pitcher, let me teach you how to be a pitcher, right? Like, you're going to yeah. stand up there and pretend to be a pitcher, right? Let me tell you how to do it. It's like, okay, so, you know, last year, I'm a, I'm a high school teacher. Last year, I taught a PE class, okay? And I'll tell you, the only time I ever got mad at my PE class was when I would be standing under the hoop on the far side of the gym. Someone throws a full court shot without me looking and it hits me in the head. Right. Like that kind of thing is so frustrating. It's like, because you're an idiot, 
And because you make stupid decisions, I got hurt. And I hate it when that happens, right? I, I think that was Loriano's mindset. Because you're so bad at this. Like, you have hit me twice this series. I've been hit twice today, right? Like, would you just freaking get it under control, right? Like, I get why he was frustrated. That makes yeah. sense. I He, he wasn't going to rush the mound, right? No. He was pretty chill by the time he got to first base. He was he pretty was. calm. Um, the, the thing that I saw somebody posted that, that I thought was pretty funny was like, someone said like, oh, you know what? This actually, this same thing happened to me in a game. And I don't know who this, where this person played baseball, but they said the same thing happened to me in a game where the pitcher, like I saw the ball come out of his hand with the spin, but then it never cut. And it's like, oh crap, this dude's throwing his pitch wrong. Like he's not throwing it at the right angle with the right spin. So like you're mm. trying to throw a slider, but you're throwing it as a fastball. Like that's not how that works. Of course it's not going to go where you want it to go. Which is what I think what Loriano is saying and what he saw is like, dude, like that's not a freaking slider. You don't throw a slider like that where you're throwing it straight at me. Like that's not how sliders right. work. Just learn how to mm -hmm. throw your pitch. If you're going to throw that pitch, learn how to throw it because now that's twice that you've hit me with that pitch because you don't even know how to throw it. So I get I get being frustrated. I'm you know he didn't he didn't do anything. He he talked a little bit, right? But like who cares? Like whatever doesn't matter, right? He gets to first base. Freaking uh, Alex Cintron. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Hate this guy. He's my new most hated person. Like who 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 does this? Where he is he is talking to him. Loriano standing on first. He's fine. Loriano's not talking anymore, right? The guy starts yelling at him. Loriano turns, and he says, "Who? You know, you, you can see in the video saying, who, who are you know, what the heck do you want, right? Yeah, get out of here." The guy keeps on talking. The guy steps up, takes a step towards him. You know, gestures for him to come at him. Say, "Come at me," right? He takes a step at him. What? I, you know, I'm not a fighting person. Like I've never, never gotten a fight, right? But, like, I get it. If you're Ramon Laureano and this guy is stepping up to you like that and he's talking, he's the one starting it. Like, I get being mad and rushing, right? Like, whatever Ramon Laureano gets as far as suspension goes, like, I, like I'm prepared for that. I get it, right? Especially during the COVID restrictions where, like, that kind of stuff is not allowed, right? Right. The holy cow, man. If this guy gets off with anything less than what Ramon Laureano gets, uh, that's going to be horrible. If, if a coach can start goading players and, and taunting players into fighting to get the player suspended, and you lose, you lose your hitting coach, okay, so your hitting coach can't stay in the dugout with you during the game. Who cares, right? Like, whatever. Like, yeah. if that's going to be the case... That is horrible. And if coaches start realizing that, like, yeah, everyone's going to be picking on Mike Trout the next game that they're playing, it's, right? It's hey, gross. get Mark, yeah. yeah, get get Mark Kotze to start, you know, a fight with Mike Trout. <laughs> I don't know, not Mike Trout because he's not their best player. David Fletcher. Um, David Fletcher, we need that guy out. <laughs> Dude, freaking hits. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I know. It's, it's it's so really frustrating. And, okay, and you go back to that Dodgers game when that. Uh, kerfuffle Joe Kelly Joe Kelly right like Joe Kelly like actually got in trouble for taunting right 
Like, Wait, that was is that what he got in trouble for? Did he get in trouble for throwing the ball at them intentionally? I think it was. I think it was a combination of both. I think the the fact that he taunted into there being a benches clearing event, I think, was part of his part of his punishment. Right? If this guy does not get suspended or in trouble, suspended. If this guy doesn't get suspended for basically starting a a benches clearing brawl like it's going to be it's going to be horrible and it's going to look awful on the MLB yeah um i'm freaking it's, sick people of people will be MLB. really mad yeah yeah i'm so freaking sick of the MLB protecting the Astros right now right they threw at, they they threw at our players five times a series right and no suspensions there Right, right. Even, even though I, mean, like, I, I, I actually think that because David, uh, David, Bob Melvin said after the game, talking about how like no, we came into this game intentionally not, or into the series intentionally not wanting to pick open something, right? Because because mm-hmm. of the heightened like sensitivity to it, because you know, as the A's, hey, if we start throwing at them, we're gonna get suspended. Like if they think it's intentional and is retaliation right. for anything. We're gonna get suspended, so we're not gonna do that. But then the Astros can come in and do it, and like, and that's why it's frustrating. I think, and that's why Loriano was frustrated, right? I mean, part of it. It's like you guys are freaking yeah. throwing at us. You're throwing at right. us. You're throwing. You can't. You come here to our house and throw at us. What are you freaking talking about? Yeah. Now, 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 one thing that I've seen is people saying, "Yeah, of course the Astros are gonna come in." and throw at Mike Fires' team, right? Mike Fires is the one that ratted Good. them out. That, may, that means even more we should suspend them all. Yeah, great. Right. That means it was, like, premeditated. Yeah, and I get that argument. Um, I don't know. I I hate I hate that it happened today. I mean, I kind of loved it. I loved Loriano in the moment. Like, that was freaking awesome. It just sucks that we're going to be without Loriano for a while. And yeah. Austin Allen. I, did you watch the video? Austin Allen goes in there. Dude, he's just like lying. he, I kind of like after Friday's game where he hits the game tying hit right, and then this brawl today where like he's standing up for his guys like that was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I like Austin. Good job, Austin Allen. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, the other, the last thing that I'll say is, it is just poetic. It's just poetry um, for the defense to be of the Astros to be our players suck. It wasn't on purpose. We just suck. And it's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a beautiful defense. I love it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. You do suck and you're jerks. Yep. You're both. Okay. So one of my favorite things to do. Oh yeah. One of my favorite things to do on this podcast is reading tweets from the opposing fans after losses. We call this loser tweets. Loser tweets. Yeah. Um, now here's a weird thing about the Astros fans. We kind of talked about a little bit before is that like they are, they are in this mindset of, Oh no, we're still a good team. We just suck. Right. So it's kind of weird. Like they're not, they're not like super down on themselves when there's a loss. Yeah. For, for some, because it's okay because our players suck. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but I did, I did see a couple of tweets that were interesting. Okay. This was, this is this is what they're blaming a lot that I've seen. They are constantly blaming uh Oh, I forgot his first name. Baker, their manager. What's his name? Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. Okay. 
uh, as long as Baker is managing, I'm done with the Strohs, right? Okay, yeah. Like, I I don't know. Would it have been different if AJ issue. Hinch was managing? I don't think so, right? Uh, I've been a fan. Now, okay, I've seen this kind of tweet a lot. And I, I, this is something I want to talk about, but I'm going to read this tweet. I've been a fan all my life, but I tell you what, I preferred it when you cheated. At least we thought we had a talented team. If you're not Wait, even going to try to get... <laughs> If you're not even going to try to give us the false belief you are good, I have no other choice but to take my fandom to the Atlanta Braves. Bye. Okay, Amazing. now I see. A, That's got to be a, a fake of, tweet, though, right? <laughs> right. I see a lot of tweets that are saying um, things along the lines of, I've never, I, it's like the exact same tweet every time. I've never seen a team that is more lazy and pathetic. I'm taking my, I, you know, I'm going to go root for a team in whatever town. Right, you see a lot of those, but I did like the additional flair of. I preferred it when you cheated. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. I do like that. Um, this is another one blaming the manager. I'm getting so tired of the manager of the Astros. He will not take out the pitchers, which was actually his problem in the first game. Is he took out Drake uh, Yeah. Uh, we need another manager. He left in Lance McCullen, meaning Lance McCullers, the other. Uh, he gave up seven stupid runs before we could take him out. Really, this is stupid. The manager needs to do. I, I don't. I think they meant to go. We will keep losing. Wake me up when Baker is fired and Hinch is rehired. <laughs> nice. Keep dreaming. <laughs> um. Cy Sneed loses the third game in a row in extra innings. Please send him down. We want to see more Paredes and Javier, which Paredes was pretty good that game. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he really, he let us load the bases and then like get <laughs> yeah. us out multiple yep. times. Yeah. I said, where's the offense? Their bats are frozen. Ice cold. The pitchers can only hold off the other team for so long. I think Dusty was right for us. Oh, I didn't think Dusty was right for us. Retire. Okay. A lot of people calling for Dusty um, to retire, which I don't know. <laughs> That's Can you imagine having old. his job this season? Holy smokes, man. That'd be hard. You know what's funny uh, about Houston tweets is so did you see this? The Astros account, you know, like how the official accounts, they'll tweet like updates and some highlights and then like, oh, we didn't get this one. Here's the final score up next up tomorrow. We're back at it tomorrow or whatever it is. They never tweeted the end of this game today. No, they didn't. And that's why it was hard to find tweets of depressed fans today because yeah. they never tweeted that out. And that's usually where they are, right? That's the fun, that's the fun place to go. Yeah. Um, this was from Friday night. This offense is too good to be struggling like this. Their hitting coach, the guy we hate now. Hey, Alex Centrone. Needs to go. He is constantly telling his team to swing for the fences. That was interesting. Yeah. Someone calling, Inclu- someone calling out Centrone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one Friday night. Centrone is not a good hitting coach, and Baker isn't the right coach for this team. Even when we struggled with Hinch, it was never this bad. Well, okay, that's because oh, you guys yeah, are cheating. You're cheating, yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Um, anyways, I, I always love watching these things because it's so funny to watch the Astros players or fans just be blaming management or the manager, I guess, right? Coaches in general. It's never the player's fault. And that's the thing that I keep on seeing from Astros fans is it's not the player's fault. You can't be mad at the players for any of this. You can't be mad at the players for cheating. You can't be mad at the players for sucking. And it's like, hmm, 
okay. Um, I don't know. It, it's a it's a weird thing, and I got in kind of a Twitter argument a couple. Oh, good. Like a week ago, um, with some Astros fan, and he's saying it wasn't the player's fault. You know, it was AJ Hinch and uh, Jeff Lunau that that put him up to it. They were just following orders, and it's like, yeah, but that's actually not true, right? Like, <laughs> there was like there was actual there was an actual investigation done, and it was the players that organized it, yeah. right? And some players chose Hinch, not to and get involved. A, yeah, yeah. AJ Hinch tried to stop it. Jeff Lunau didn't even know what was going on. Like, I don't know. The Astro fandom right now is everybody that did wrong is gone. It would be really hard to be an Astros fan, though. Because, like, you know be how hard. it is when you root, like, for a team. Like, you believe all the crap that is made up about your team. Like, you believe anything good about your team, and you disbelieve anything bad about your team, basically. Right? And so, yeah. if you're an Astros fan where there is only bad... What the heck do you do? Do you do you just ditch your team that you've been rooting for your whole life, or what? Yeah, I don't know. Here, here's another. I tweet. almost feel bad for them, but I don't at all. Actually, not even a little bit. No, 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 no. I don't. And I, I, I kind of feel bad. Yeah, I don't know. I do kind of feel bad for fans, right? They're in a h- tough place. Uh, it's hard to leave a team behind, but man, uh, stop making excuses. Yeah. For the Astros, freaking Josh Reddick today, right? Did you, you see what he said? He said? Game? Yeah, I was just yeah, gonna read that to you. Like, Go. Yeah, he, you know, he's saying, I don't have the exact tweet in front of me. If you have it. Oh, I have it here. He's, okay, Josh right. Reddick says he hopes there is not a carryover of anger when they play the A's again. Quote, we don't want to have targets on our back as big as we already do right now. <laughs> the A's didn't even throw at you guys. They never once threw at you. What <laughs> no. are you talking about? Like, it, it, it frustrates me because it's the same thing. You <laughs> Sorry. It's the same thing you see from their fans is that the Astros players are the victims. It's what Josh yeah. Reddick is saying. Oh, like, oh, I really hope this doesn't put more of a target because we really don't want to get hit more than we already are. And it's like, mm, first of all, we didn't hit you once. Second of all, your freaking coach was the one causing the problem. Third, you guys are the ones cheating. Like, right. stop making excuses for yourself. Like, you're not <laughs> the victims here. It drives me crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. I like okay, your tweet. Somebody says... I say they give Loriano immunity as long as he cooperates with the commissioner. That's how it works, right? <laughs> that is good. Uh, here's, here's a good one. Any, anybody notice what a sourpuss Ramon Loriano is? I've said it many oh. times before today's dust-up. He's always scowling like he hates the world. You don't show up a Class A pitcher by mockingly showing Castellanos how to throw a curve. He's a jerk and glad he's no longer on the Astros. Yeah, because the Astros don't have any jerks on their team. Come on, dude. <laughs> it was it was really funny. I was really glad. I mean, because I you know watching the game and then it's like, oh, holy crap, you know. And it's kind of your immediate reaction is like, oh no, what is this going to mean? Is he going to get suspended? What the heck does this do to the team? I hope this didn't just ruin the flow of the game. You know, like there's some worries like that. And then it take it took about fifteen, maybe thirty minutes for it to hit really like the broader baseball audience and then it was like oh this is good i didn't even think about that at first and it's like oh this is gonna be interesting to see what everybody else has to say about it and i was very my heart was warmed to see that a hundred percent of the baseball world came to the defense of the a's in this situation 
Of course. And you could go to awful. anybody post. You could go to like the MLB tweet. You could go to the Bleacher Report tweet. You could go to any tweet. And if you look at the replies, it was like 95% of them were like, screw the Astros. Loriano's a, a hero. And then like every once in a while, every once in a while it would be like, Loriano is totally the one to blame. He's the one that he should have never uh, ran at the uh, dugout. And then you like click on their profile and it's like from Houston, Texas. And it's like, oh yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course, freaking is. Dummy. Yeah. It's such a joke. Okay, here's something that was interesting. Tim Kawakami. Do you know who he is? That sounds familiar. He is a. Uh, Doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Editor, he does the Warriors. Chief. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Editor, editor in chief of the yeah. SF Chronicle. Okay. Uh, he posted this. This came out from when the Yankees and the Astros were playing in November in the ALCS. Okay. During the first game of this year's American League Championship Series at Minute Maid Park, the Yankees started jawing at the Houston dugout about sign stealing. Okay. This is in a report. Uh, this is an article from back then. Okay? Oh, yeah. I remember this. Okay. Astros hitting coach Alex Cintron raised his middle finger and directed the gesture toward the opposing bench. Oh, this infuriated wow. New- Yeah. This infuriated, infuriated New York's third base coach, Phil Nevin, who also yelled at Astros third baseman Alex Bregman, quote, tell your effing hitting coach I'm going to kick his effing A. I'm, Amazing. Uh, beep, beep, um, beep. So, right. like, Alex Cintron, like, okay, this isn't the guy's first problem with this. Right? So cool. Yeah. He, he had it coming. And, you know, this is the last thing I want to say. To taunt somebody to come fight you, and even take the first step and then immediately back up behind three other people defending you is such a weak move. It was so pathetic. He wanted Loriano to come out to him, or at least he looked like he did. Yeah. And then to freaking jump behind his players. It's so dumb. Um, Just bad. I, yeah, I hope I hope he gets in more trouble than Ramon Laureano did. Me too. I don't think it's going to happen. Anxious to see what happens with this. Yep. And we'll bring yep. that to you guys. Can't uh, wait to see stuff. it. Um, all right. Enough about the stupid Astros. Um, what we're going to talk about now is the Angels of Anaheim and the A's uh, series there starts tomorrow, tomorrow evening, six o'clock, six forty, and then Tuesday, six forty, and then we have an afternoon game on Wednesday, one ten. And so what we have lined up here for matchups is we got Sean Manaya on the mound tomorrow, followed by Mike Fires on Tuesday, and Chris Bassett, our hero, our favorite, back on the mound on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. here's the thing be, to look for. Does does Manaya have a good fourth inning tomorrow? Oh gosh, impossible. <laughs> I, dude, I, I really hope. I think either he's due for a bounce back where he has a real solid game where he can go six or seven innings, mm-hmm. or you gotta kind of say, ah, is it happening for you this year? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because so far, not so much. Um, I like I like the matchup tomorrow. At least he's not facing Dylan Bundy. Dylan Bundy. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, exactly he's facing right. Julio Tehran, Tehran, yep. the city in Iran. 
Uh, anyways, he is facing him. He's not doing super hot this season either. Um, so two non-hot pitchers. That'd be fun. A lot of nice. a lot of offense. Uh, and then Mike Fires goes up against Dylan Bundy, which hopefully Mike Fires has a good game. Uh, yeah. Dylan, Dylan Bundy, Bundy's kind of been em- good this year. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of embarrassed us a little bit last time we saw him. Uh, and then yeah, Chris Bassett going up against Griffin Canning, who I think I can't remember what we did last time against Griffin Canning, but uh, it seems like if he did well, he has struggled since. So, yeah, uh, I uh, the one thing about this series that I was gonna say is. Uh, what was it? Oh, uh, I I just worry about it because like Mike Fires and Manaya is kind of like our back to back roughest starting pitching right now. Yeah, yeah. And so I it would it's so bad because like when you have a win streak going on, you really just want to keep it going. But I'm a little bit afraid that one of these first two games is not going to be uh, our not might not be in our favor. So you will really need our offense to pick up here um, and win a couple of these games, I think, is what's going to have to happen. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I think realistically, the A's go 2-1. and one. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Maybe Shamanaya comes out and he's looking like good Shamanaya. Yeah. Maybe Mike Fires comes great. out and he's he looking awesome, right? Like, it's possible. I mean, these guys are good pitchers. They're pros, right? Like, like you've seen Shamanaya throw a no hitter, you've seen Mike Fires throw a no hitter, right? Like these guys have it, um, and they haven't had it so far this season. So maybe they're due for a breakout. We'll see. I'm hoping so. Yeah, should be an interesting series. Um, the other thing is, all three of these pitchers for the Angels are right-handed pitchers, so it's going to be interesting to see what we do with our batting. Um, uh, we'll probably see a lot of uh, Robbie Grossman. Um, yeah. We probably won't see that much Chris Davis, I'm going to guess. It's yeah, also going to change. It, I mean, it, and it also depends on what suspensions are, right? If we have no Ramon Laureano for the whole series, it changes yeah. a little bit of that calculation because then you say, you know, it's like, okay, are we going? Oh, I guess maybe not. Maybe it's just like, yeah, you go Piscotti, Grossman, and uh, Canna yeah. in the outfield. Yeah. And actually, that might work pretty well considering his three right-handed pitchers, right? Because if it was left-handed pitchers, and then it's like, well, you don't really want to play Grossman in some of those is kind of how Bob Melvin has done it so far. But since mm-hmm. they're all three right, right, right-handed right, pitchers, it might actually work out in our favor that the timing works out that we can just, yep, let's just throw Grossman yeah. in there for a few games. Yeah, and, and these guys, I mean, uh, Mark Cannon has been good against righties. Um, yeah. Steven Piscotti has been fine. I, 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 yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for the series. Um, you're probably right. We probably won't see a lot of Chris Davis. Um, Although, we'll you know what? Okay, so this guy tomorrow, uh, Julio, Julio Terran, Chris Davis has five at-bats against him with two home runs. He's two for awesome. five with home runs in both of them against him. So maybe we will see him tomorrow. Maybe. Uh, we'll see a lot of Tony Kemp, I'm sure, this uh, series, yeah. which is okay. Yep. He's playing well. I'm, I, I like when he plays. And I think um, we'll get some more Chad Pinder in, right? So, like, if... Uh, that's true. He'd probably play outfield. Yeah. He might, he might fill in, in the outfield. Or if Chapman has to miss a game, I don't know if that's going to happen. The thing that I yeah, worry about the most is uh, Sean Murphy. Like, if Austin Allen gets suspended for a week, that's a lot of pressure on Sean Murphy 
to yeah. you know because we don't have a backup catcher after that, right? We don't really have anyone. So yeah, do you think they'll they'll call someone up though? Uh, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> Jonah Jonah Heim. Heim, there you go. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, here's the last question I have for you. Do they take cool. the Kelly Greens onto the road? I they've think they have before. to, right? Oh, have they so. never done it? I don't think they've ever had Kelly Green on the road before. You can't go against it now. We have a nine-game winning streak. Like, nine is a lot of wins in a row. Yeah, um, especially in a 60-game season. Yeah, so we got. I I feel like you got to kind of keep it going until yeah. you lose a game. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. They did this one time, uh, this was a couple years back, probably 2012, I think, where they wore the yellow jerseys on the road one time, and it was like the only time the yellow jerseys were ever worn on the road, and it was because of a winning streak wearing the yellows. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. All right. Exciting. Good baseball going on right now in Oakland. I'm loving it. It's fun. It's a fun season. I really hope this season doesn't get canceled partway through because it feels like it might be our year. The other thing we should talk about, probably not uh, today, but coming up, is there is a trade deadline. And if the A's are cruising here in first place, it'll be interesting to see if we make any moves. Do we try to make a move for another starting pitcher? Or do we make a move for, I don't know, a better designated hitter? Um (laughs) <laughs> or does Chris Davis heat up? I don't know. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what we end up doing uh, with yep. the with the trade deadline because we've never really been in this spot. I mean, pretty rarely. We're like, it's been a while since we've been this far ahead in the division lead. And it's like, oh, and we could still make some trades to improve the team more. I feel like the last time that we did that was with when we traded Cespedes away. So, yep, that's what uh, happened. Yeah, and that we'll was see. horrible. It was horrible. So, no, don't trade Matt Chapman for another pitcher. Please no. don't do that. Um, maybe we can get – what's his name back? What was his name? John something. Smith? Who, 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 I don't know. No. Who, who are you talking about? The guy that we traded, Cespedes, and then we got – what's his face? Oh, John Lester. John uh, Lester hated him. Oh, my gosh. So frustrating. That was horrible. I don't want to talk All about right. Wonderful. Thank you, Ray. It was good chatting with it, with you on this one. Lots of good stuff coming up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, follow us on Twitter at the A's of Diamonds. Go A's. Go Loriano. We're proud of you. Thank you for making us proud. Thanks for giving, being a mentor out there on the field and helping that new pitcher out and showing him how to throw a real pitch. Uh, That's right. Super, He's not even super a pitcher. Helpful. Yeah, it's really good. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys all on uh Thursday or Friday. Let's go A's. All right, go A's. Don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. My brothers played nothing but the dope game. East 14th and 73rd. That's where the slang is hung to selling birds. And if you go to some brand new pack, don't get caught slipping quickly. Pop the caps a little more at the dark. And right across the way is a hood called Brookfield. And all over the bay, they all know about the 6'9 beer.